Welcome to the Transformational Storyteller Podcast. The stories we tell ourselves and others shape the lives we lead. I'm your host, Dara Lise Lyons. My guest today, Kimberly J, is a beautiful person inside and out. I met her at an event and she just has this magnetic spirit. She is full of light, but her life wasn't always that way. And so she is on today and she's going to tell us a story about how she turned pain into passion. I can't wait to hear it. My story is from, um, my story title basically is from pain to passion. Um, I became a mother and my son's father and I had decided to get married. Um, as soon as after we decided to get married, it didn't work out, and I'm this new, excited mom, really good at it, and I remember laying on the sofa when I realized that we weren't going to work out, just being so upset at the fact that my son wasn't going to have the life that I really wanted for him. So I remember laying on the sofa, and I was crying from a place that I can't even... I'm glad I've never been back there. Um, and then out of nowhere, this peace that just came over me. And the last nine months, I was planning to start a company. And I don't know what was taking me so long, but out of nowhere, I just got the move to just get up and just make it happen. So I remember getting up, cleaning my entire apartment, curling my hair, taking my son to my sister's, and I made my first tree. I sold it the next day to the same woman who sent me the eviction threat letters. Next time I made one for myself, put it on Facebook. People were ordering them immediately and my business kind of started from there. So um, what I love about Kimberly's story is that it's a story of resilience, of um, you know getting up after getting down. And um, Just Strong is our uh, segment sponsor for today. Just Strong is a lifestyle and clothing brand for women. Their symbol is the squat. And what they have to say about that is that the real strength comes from getting back up after life gets you down. So if you want to take advantage of their generous 10% off discount for any of our show viewers or listeners, go to www.juststrong.com and enter the coupon code DARALISE at checkout. Kimberly, thank you so much for coming on today and being willing to share your story. Thank you for having me. Yeah, I'm so excited and I actually just have to say, like, when you talk about going from pain to passion, like I so relate to that. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Well, so tell me, like, cause that moment, right, where you're mm -hmm. just like laying on your bed or on right. your couch, like just like totally devastated. Like, right. what do you think was that thing inside of you? Like, I feel like it was the universe. Um, I can't remember what was going through my mind at the time. I just remember feeling a whole bunch of pain and then peace out of nowhere. I can't remember if I was praying. I don't remember what was happening, but I know my little boy was laying on top of me sleeping. And out of nowhere, the tears just stopped. That feeling just stopped. It was just gone. And I just got up, cleaned my apartment, curled my hair, yeah. and then 
got that trio. So it was weird, but I don't know. It was amazing. And I even thank my son's father. Even though we're really cool, we're really close, like we're family, good friends. Now, I thank him sometimes for my business because I felt like that really pushed me to, like, make it happen, you know? Well, he gave you two things, right? Yes. I mean, he gave you your son, exactly. who you love, exactly. and then also the inspiration. And that's why I started looking for an entrepreneurial um, endeavor in the first place. I fell in love with being a mom. Um, my son's father worked for the six first six months of his life, so I got to stay home with him. I didn't have to leave every doctor's appointment. I could just go. Like, so I got kind of addicted to being with him. So yeah. I kind of was like, all right, I want to put myself in a position where I don't have to leave him, you know? So How old is out. he now? He's 11. Yeah, okay, yes. so you've been, he's only ever known you really then as this entrepreneurial yes. creative spirit. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Well, so tell me, because, um, you know, you were speaking about how you, you'd already had this business idea to, yeah. um, well, and so actually, wait, I want to back up. Mm -hmm. People don't actually know what you do. So, so okay. talk about what your art is, okay. and then I want to ask you that question. Okay, um, I can answer them together, actually. Um, I started, when, I, when we were planning to get married, I wanted to find a unique centerpiece. So I was looking online, and this woman had a tree branch and a glass vase with rocks, and she had two crystals hanging from it. Mm. And I'm like, oh, that's so pretty. So I tried to remake it, and as I was hanging the, um, I didn't have crystals, I was hanging a couple necklaces just to kind of get the feel for yeah. it. I'm like, wow. I guess I started hanging more jewelry on. I'm like, wow, this is a really cool way to store jewelry. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, okay. So then my mind gets racing. Um, my little boy, he comes over and does something, but the whole thing crashes to the floor. So then that takes me to the next step that I'm like, okay, I need to find a way to make this a sustainable product. Mm -hmm. So um, I researched different types of branches and I researched different ways to actually seal it permanently so it can be heavy, but yeah. other kids can't easily do that. Yeah. Um, and then eventually I came up with a perfect product. Wow, and <laughs> so now you create these artistic masterpieces yes. <laughs> based on like trees. So the right. trees are they're sort of the branches. foundational part of the art. Exactly, and they're real branches. I get them from the West Coast. Um, they're really smooth. They're like a red wine color naturally. Uh. They're really, really pretty. And um, I seal them permanently. So people ask me, do you have to water them? Do I have to put them near the sun? Like, like no, they are immortally beautiful and they're natural, like, you know, so. And I spray paint them different colors to match weddings. Yeah. Mm. So are most of the orders that you get, are they custom orders that you're doing? Almost for all of them are custom. Yeah, they, I mean, they all are because, you know, two branches can't be the same. So people order them for their homes and they want them to match, you know, the decor. Um, weddings, I do them according to their color scheme. Yeah. I do them for funerals and I have tags hanging from them where people put their favorite memory of the person on the tag. The weddings, they have advice for the couples. I do them for baby showers where they give advice to the couple there too. So they're really like a custom keepsake, you know? Yeah, well, and really it sounds like you infuse like meaning into. Definitely, definitely. Each one. I always call them functional art. Yes, <laughs> yes. Well, I love that. I, you know, and it's funny because I feel like sometimes what we think we're going to be doing with a creative skill right. is not what we end up right. doing. Like you thought these were going to be for your wedding. Yeah. yeah. Right. I mean, I thought for my wedding and then I changed it to jewelry and then it changed into events. So I still do the jewelry ones as well, but 
that's how it began. So, so walk me through a little bit about your like of your artistic process. Like, what's that even like? It's a lot, <laughs> um, but I found ways to make it not as annoying. So when I get the branches, I'll trim and shape them and make them perfect immediately in that. And I get the um, once I get the bases, I'll like seal and do what I need to do to those to make them perfect. So as I get orders in for parts of the process, mm -hmm. I'll take care of that part. And that way, in the end, I have everything. So as soon as someone puts an order through, um, when I have free time, I'll go shopping for the custom things, like the particular paint color they wanted or the particular little animal that correlates with their baby shower, et cetera, those type of things. So it, felt, it seems like you're like a good mix of practical and inspired. Would yeah. you say that? that <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, yeah, I would yeah. say so. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> well, I feel like that's the case for me. You know, people will sometimes ask me about like with writing, they're like, mm -hmm. oh, you know, how do you do it? And I say, right. well, 90% of it is like being meticulous about actually like right. getting the work done. Right. And then 10% of it is just like the pure fun and enjoyment right. of creating. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And there, there are some creations that I have and I'll take a step back and I'm like, wow, I did like that's amazing. Like I had an order that looked like um, what are they? Like cherry blossom trees. Yes. And it's funny the HVAC people were in my apartment outside on the patio, redoing the pipes. And this one particular man, he kept every time he would pass through, he was gawking at my trees like a man would a woman. Yeah. It was crazy. And so I, for some reason, I don't know why, I didn't offer him a business card or anything. He complimented him. I didn't. I don't know why, he came back off duty and was like, listen, I need one of those trees. It's my fifth year anniversary with my wife. We're supposed to get her something that's made of wood. Oh this is perfect. And he was so excited about it. Like he's been sending me, um, well, it's ended now, but maybe up until a week after he literally picked it up. Yeah. He was sending all type of compliments. He added his own little cards that have trees on them. Oh. And inside the card, he put things that he loves about her in each card and hung it off the tree. Like, this man is like an anomaly. Oh my God, <laughs> I know. Right. Can't we all have like that? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right, right. Wow. But um, that's one part I love about it too, that people look at my art and they have a vision for how to make it theirs. And then I bring it to life, yes. you know, yes. so. Well, in branches, right? I mean, that's so mm -hmm. evocative of like, there's this grounded tree, there's this right. solid foundation, and then all these offshoots. Right. And I feel like right. the, your creative <laughs> process is all these offshoots, exactly. right? Exactly. And that's yeah. what makes it fun, the customization part, you know? Is so it, I'll have some people, they'll see a tree and they're like, I want it just like that. I'm like, listen, this is about customization. Let's make it yours. Like we can mimic the theme, but like, let's make it your tree. I don't want to, you know, I don't want to have two pictures of the same. This is for your baby, you know? Yeah. So, and they're always, they always like that. Well, that's interesting because I was going to ask you the question, like, is it ever hard for you to part with the art that you create? Oh, yes. I've had is a couple it? trees. I've had a couple trees that I was like, oh, I think I'm going to make her another one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, a few of them, it, it was it was hard. I wanted to keep them for myself. Really? So. <laughs> does the customization help with you not wanting to keep it for yourself as much, or does it do? You, does well, it have nothing to do with even it? Even though it's kind of sometimes okay, a lot of people trust me with just the color and the theme, and I kind of, I kind of ask for them to trust my artistic. You know, yes. with that. 
Um, so that's what I love. So I'll get a vision. Once they give me the color and the theme, I'll get a vision of how it's best to create it, and I work best with that. So it's kind of more mine in that way. Yeah. Um, I have a few people who are really meticulous about what they want, and I I'm, I'm usually don't struggle with it, but I have a couple times. Yeah, struggle I hate with that, it. actually, yeah. when people, like, with editing stuff, and people right. are like, oh, I want you to do it this way. Exactly, and it's like, you're yeah. the artist, like, yeah. you know how it looks best, so I found ways to nicely deliver, like, listen, I, I respect your idea, I want you to love the tree, but this color mixed with this color is not going to look good, like, yeah. it's, it's I'm, I've tried every way I could, I'm just, and then a lot of them will trust me and just let let it go. Well, it's so interesting because I feel like so many times in life, right? Like, and I certainly struggle with control issues, I'm sure, you know, but right. like so many times in life we want something that someone has to offer, but then right. we want to tie their exactly. hands when it comes to delivering exactly. that thing, right? And there's been a few people I had to say, listen, you, you contacted me just from the vibe of how the transaction went. I had to say, listen, you contacted me because you like my work. So you trust me, like trust that I'm going to make sure you love it. Yeah. And you know they do. But I've had to turn down a couple orders too. Like they were just too, um, I don't know how to explain it. I don't do well with people that, that I, don't, I don't even know how to explain it, but basically there's no amount of money that's gonna make me compromise my art if you're being negative spirited about it, you know? Yeah, so, right, a couple people right. I'm like, no thanks. And she's like, no, please, for my wedding. I'm like, no, you were a headache to work for. Yes, yes, <laughs> you no work for Brad somebody Jilla, else. Yes, yes. When you work for someone else, you have to deal with the customer maybe being always right. But if it's my company, you're not always right. <laughs> so. Well, I love, I mean, I, I, I appreciate that. And I totally relate because there's something about like when you're working with someone and you're fully on board with their project and they're right, fully on right. board and you're collaborating, like that's a beautiful right. experience. Right. And it's not just about the end product. It's about right. that whole process. Right. It's about, and it's about being trusted too, you know? Trust the artists. Right. Trust that they're gonna give you something that that's way beyond what you think. Yeah. And that's normally what I hear that they got more than what they expected, and that's kind of what I strive for, you know. Yeah. When you had mentioned, you talked about prayer a little mm -hmm. bit briefly, and you talked about like you've talked about vibe a couple of times, yes. and I feel like that like trust, and and you mentioned the universe as well. Yes. Like I think there <laughs> is a lot about like trusting and yeah. letting go and so how do you trust yourself in this process in this I go way? with my feeling about things um, there's been some projects where I don't know my spirit just wasn't in the right place mm -hmm. and I take that very seriously so if my spirit is in the right place I'm not gonna create a tree for someone I feel like it attaches to it and I don't want to send anything in anyone's home that's not full of love and confidence and you know the things that art should be so um, there's been times where I'm like, okay, I need to like push this project off a little bit, you know, and there's been times where I had some troubles with the trees. I don't know if it was problem sealing it or if the paint kept bunching up, yeah. you know, so it's not as easy as it looks at all. There's oh, it doesn't look easy to me. Like, no, to, to me, okay, I'm I like, it looks really easy. No, <laughs> it looks beautiful. Thank you. It, your, your art looks beautiful Thank and you. like, I want, you know, I want it. <laughs> But it doesn't look easy to me. Like okay. I, yeah, I have no idea how you, <laughs> how you do it. Thank like, you. No, I, I, I assume that people would think that it's a very easy process, but no. it's not. It takes about 
three days to really perfect it the way that I want and that's drying it properly and this is with time time yeah. has taught me a lot about not rushing the process so how long did it take you in the beginning like some of the first trees that you would make I don't remember oh my gosh there's been so many improvements since then I don't remember honestly yeah well maybe I mean when you talk about improvements too right. like maybe it's not even an issue of like how long it took because what you do now is so much more yeah I think I yeah. think it takes longer now than it did then and I think it's because I learned that rushing like spray painting too fast yeah. putting that second coat on too fast before the first one dries yeah. and even with the elements there's certain ways I need to paint when it's warm outside as opposed to when it's cold and then with sealing it, there's different things I need to do with making sure that the tree is properly aligned yeah. with the way the branches are, just to make sure that there's so much, there's so much science and everything yes, mixed yes. into it. And even with the stuff that I use to seal it, I have to make sure the water is the proper temperature. So it's a lot. <laughs> and that, you know, to me, it's like a metaphor for life, too, right? right? Like, the right. more attention right. to detail we bring to right. our lives and right. the more, like, right. love and care, right. the, you know, the better. To spin off that, it's, yeah. it can also work in, uh, the other way as well. I've learned there's been times where I'll have a tree that's basically perfect, and there may be, like, one piece of paint or something on the base that I don't like and I'll go to fix it and wind up ruining the whole tree like the mistake would just get bigger and bigger with me trying to fix it so I had to kind of find ways to like sometimes accept a little bit a little imperfection like realize people know this is a handmade item yeah. so it's not going to be pristine in every way but it's not going to be anything noticeable you know well, isn't there a culture I don't remember what the what what this tradition is from but I know that um, somewhere they would make rugs. They, do, do you know what I'm? And, and they would, like, intentionally put a flaw in the rug because. Oh, yeah, I like that. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because right. then, like, it could never be replicated. Oh, okay. It could never okay. be like it. It became right. priceless because right. of the tiny right. imperfection and the flaw. Yeah. I think the Chinese did something like that with vases and with the cracks yeah. and they would fill the cracks with gold and make it like a good thing, you know? So, I love that. Yeah, right. So and like we and I think you know as a human being I don't know if it's like an American thing or whatever but like this perfectionistic tendency right. that I have sometimes and it's like oh my god Dara slow your roll right, like right. perfect isn't good right right exactly and then it's just like if you find little ways to make yourself deal with okay like how I'm covering this pimple with a little bit of my hair oh yeah yeah <laughs> I'll say so Kimberly so just like to spin off on that Kimberly came in today and she was like <laughs> Just so you know, I've got, you know, I've got a little pimple, so I'm going to, you know, have my hair in my face. And none of us even noticed, yeah. right? Like, the pimple. Like it's but, in my eyebrow. Yeah. I'm not going to show you guys, but it's just, it was enough for me to, like, feel self-conscious a little bit. Yeah. But I found a way to cover it, and I'm okay. Right. It's like, I'm okay with you knowing, and that's with life, too. Like, be okay with your imperfections. Be okay with people knowing about them, but find ways that they don't make you insecure and 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 that's what this was doing like i'm just gonna put a little piece of hair there yeah. and i'm gonna do this interview and i'm still gonna feel cute yes <laughs> yes and and anyone who's listening should should check out the the video version of this because you are adorable oh, thank <laughs> yeah, you. yeah 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 <laughs> 
But, you know, I think that that is, like, one of the things, you know, this is called the Transformational Storyteller mm -hmm. Podcast, and, like, one of the things that I firmly believe in is, like, that until we own all of ourselves, right. like, it is just this, like, shifting of shame game right. or, like, trying yeah. to hide or whatever, and it's right. like, no, like, how can you own that this might be something that you perceive as a flaw, exactly. but it might also be someone's favorite thing about you. Exactly, exactly. And even like that with pimples, that's your way of body, your body's way of containing something that's not good so it doesn't spread elsewhere. Yeah. So at the same time, though, I don't like the look of it. At the same time, I took into myself like, okay, my body's doing what it's supposed to do. Like, you know, it's, yeah. it's containing it in one little area to release it. So. Well, do you think, because, you know, I think about trees mm -hmm. and, like, how, you know, they're living, growing, breathing right. entities. Like, <clears throat> do you ever kind of think about, like, them as being containers for things? Or, like, do you think about them as, like, like kind of, like, how they grow or anything in that process? Or is that sort of not? No. I have a weird, um, <laughs> I can't believe I'm going to say this on camera. I have a weird relationship with trees okay. um, that I'm still coming to find out more about. But um, long story short, I feel like they favor me. Like I felt like I was chosen. Like there's a deeper, I even have a deeper story. Like I had an accident on Lincoln Drive yeah. where I, my car went over a 13 foot cliff. Oh my God. And there's nothing but trees out there. I didn't hit not one. Wow. but landed perfectly in between four. <gasps> and so people were rushing down to see if I was okay. Yeah. And I was fine. I don't remember thinking about death. I don't remember being scared. I didn't think about my son. Like, it, it was like a moment that it was just, you know, the things that you would think about if you think you're about to die. Yes. I was absent of all of those. So I remember once I looked around, I'm holding the stairwell, I started shaking. And the man comes down, he's like, are you okay? Oh, she's okay, she's okay. And I start shaking this only because I noticed these trees, like literally you could stick your hands out my windows and touch them. Like they were that close to my car. So it was kind of like they were guarding me. You were like encircled by yes. these trees. And yeah. then there was one that had fell underneath already before yes. I even came that stopped my car from going into one that was directly in front of me like directly and mind you I was coming down a steep hill making a left turn and I was about to turn into traffic I was trying to avoid the red light cameras uh, <laughs> so yeah. I was going a little too fast trying to make the yellow light it was my yeah. fault um so instead of hitting another car I went to the right where all the trees were and that's where the drop was but anyway long story short coming down at yes, that speed yeah. Like, I would have went into that, and I didn't have my seatbelt on. Yeah. So that, it would have been a whole different story. So it was just like, wow, like, these trees, like, guarded me. Wow. And then I'm flipping out, but in a good way. I'm telling everyone, like, listen, like, how did I not hit a tree? And they was like, no, you didn't hit a tree. And I'm like, no, you don't understand. There's all these trees yeah. around here. How did I not hit a tree? Yeah. And I sent the one guy back to my car. My license plate said tree guy at the time. I'm like, look at the back of my license plate. And I'll start showing him my tattoos yes. and everything. Yes. And the branch that I keep in the back of it, I'm holding that. And I was just, I was just in awe of it. And I'm like, you know what? Like, if anything was trying to tell me, listen, this is way more than just a business. This is way more than just your son's father leading yeah. you. Like, we chose you to represent us. 
Yes, yes. <laughs> and yeah. trees are powerful. I so, got chills when you were telling <laughs> that story. story. Yeah. Most people do. It's weird. And I have to show you the video sometimes, too, because there's a spirit you can see in the, um, in the trees. Like, as I'm video, because I videotaped it. And I'm not one of these people that when you're going through something crazy to videotape. Yeah. But I knew it was such a spiritual moment that I wanted to capture it. And I didn't even notice it. A friend of mine had noticed the spirit in the trees. And when she showed me, and I threw it, my phone across the room, wow. because it frightened me. But I know it was a positive thing, yeah. you know? So. Well, I think sometimes, like, those moments of intense spirituality are, yeah. they're both scary and yeah, yeah. beautiful. It's not, norm, it's not the norm. It's not what we're used to, yeah. You know, but that moment for me was like, so sometimes I'm driving, it's really weird to say this, sometimes I'll be driving and then I think like they're they're looking at me like the queen is coming down our street, <laughs> <laughs> the tree queen is driving down the our tree street. Queen, yeah, I know, yeah. it's weird, but so what? Well, no, I mean, I think it makes sense. Well, and, and you, your business name is My Arbel, right? Yeah. So can you speak about kind of like how okay. that, yeah. So I wanted something exotic sounding. Um, it's My Beautiful Tree. I added two words together, Spanish for tree and uh, French for beautiful oh. to get Arbel. So Arbol and then Bell. So I add them together. Oh. And then the My part just emphasizes the fact that it's customization. Yes, so. yes. Well, and really like these trees are yours as much as trees can yeah. belong to someone yeah. and then like you are sort of like of those trees right. I mean I know it got esoteric pretty right, quick right, but right. like I mean I really do feel like there's something like this is like a spiritual right. practice I look for at you. them as, as my daughters honestly like I look I know people yeah. were like this girl is so weird no but no I really look at the trees like I'm their mom and I'm sending them off to their new family yeah, you know yeah so like you're almost like a, a surrogate or something yeah, exactly. like you are at birth these babies but <laughs> right. they're really someone else's babies right. and, and they're all females yeah. to me like all the trees yeah. are, are women to me I don't know where that came from but it was just, it was just a feeling like trees all. are women to me too I don't yeah. know why I okay. don't know why yeah, yeah. I guess because they like generate life I don't right. I don't know right. but maybe um, that's okay but yeah, yeah. Right. so I, they're all my daughters to me they're like all my daughters and I'm giving them yeah. away and then there's a few when if I have a customer who isn't so nice, then I'm like, I'm so sorry. I'm sending you to her. Oh like, my hopefully you'll change her <laughs> spirit. <laughs> Maybe she'll see yeah. the light through you. Like I'll be apologizing. I'm sorry. Oh my gosh. I you know I and there's I, other I, ones I'm like, you give me so much issues. Like why are you being so difficult? So, yeah. Right. Well, yeah. what like as a side note, what kind of daughter were you? Were you a daughter who gave your your parents a lot of issues, mm. or were you like a well-behaved one? I was well-behaved. I was always outspoken. Um, like I remember, um, I don't, I don't believe in beating kids. I mean, yeah. do what works for you. But um, I've always been one to feel that you can sit them down and really talk yeah. about it. So I remember I was about to get a beating, and then I'm like, "Do you have to beat me? Can't we just talk about this?" Oh. <laughs> he started laughing so hard that I didn't get the beating. But I was always that type of kid to like really speak my mind and everything. Yeah. So. I don't know if you want to call that difficult or not, but I was well behaved. I was a good student and you know, I wasn't anything extra. Yes, yes, absolutely. I love it. I love it. Yeah, no, I was um I was definitely difficult. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, but it I mean, I think really like our creativity springs from something deep inside of us right. and I think it does come from a spiritual place right. and I think it's like it's amazing that you found this thing that calls to you right. and resonates for you and 
it's no accident that, that then speaks to other people. Exactly, yeah. exactly. So I do love to ask, and I like to ask each of my guests, like, well, um, you know, if you could look at either your life or your creative process or whatever, and and you could emerge with like one lesson or theme, because I think every right. story has like a lesson right. or a theme. Like, what what would you want people to take away from your story in terms well, of Well, yeah, no, turn your pain into passion. I feel like yeah. the things that hurt us the most, the things that plague us the most. I feel like spiritually they're there because we're supposed to do something for others, you know, through it. Like I have um, a close friend who's been struggling a lot with a lot from being in the military and everything. Yeah. And I try to help him, but at the same time, I, um, I see him helping a lot of other people through the pain that he goes to. So a lot of people, when I see them really hurt, I don't know, for some reason, I see that they, they're meant to reach out to others, you know? Oh, who better to listen to than yeah. someone who actually experienced it, you know? 1,000%. Right. And also, until you come through pain, it's really hard to appreciate exactly. the, you know, exactly. yeah, where you've come from. Exactly. And, yeah. and sometimes I feel like you can help people in your pain. Like if you if someone had to give someone else you really care about advice, you'll find advice and ways through it that you couldn't give yourself because you're deep in it, so yes. you're swimming in it, but you can see somebody else out of it easier than you can yourself. And I feel like by helping others with that, sometimes you'll help yourself. You're like, wow, why don't I take this advice? Oh, I've done that. Yes, <laughs> totally. Sometimes I'll be giving someone advice. And I'm like, oh, that was actually, I needed to yeah, hear that maybe exactly. more than you needed to hear that. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So I want to make, you know, I, I want to make it easy for people to find you, find the work that you do, like get connected with you. So, okay. so tell us like where, yeah, where does someone buy your work? Where do they okay. see your trees? Like give us okay. your contact info. Um, I am on Etsy, E-T-S-Y. Um, I'm on Marabell, Marabell. I'm on Instagram as Marabell. That's M-Y-A-R-B-E-L-L-E. -L -L -E. And then I also have a website, um, Marabell.com. So okay. you guys can see the pictures. Yeah. And that's not the extent of my work. Of course, I can make it yours. Right, and I'll definitely put that in, in the show notes so that people can get linked up with you and talk about maybe like what their vision is right, right. for themselves and how you might be able to help like memorialize that <laughs> and concretize that and bring to life like what they see right. for themselves and you know in, in these branches. I just think it's <laughs> it's so beautiful and it's so meaningful. You know, right. art should really mean something. Right. I try to I always emphasize the keepsake word to people, you know, especially yeah. brides. I'm like, listen, your dress gets put away, your flowers die, that last piece of cake is in the freezer. Of course you have your pictures, but at least your tree yeah. can sit out as your family grows. And I've yeah. had trees like that. You know, one lady um for her wedding we raised re-customizing re it for her first baby now you know so it likes it's like the one piece of your wedding that can really sit out it was actually there with you that day yeah. and now it can sit out in your home like every day and I love that that you talked about re-customizing mm -hmm. it like that things can continue to shift and change exactly. and grow as your family shifts and exactly. changes and grows mm -hmm. like pictures don't do that right, right. they're fixed right. so right yeah oh my god well, thank you so much for like coming thank on you. today thank and you. talking about the work that you do and and talking about your personal experiences because I'm like I'm gonna be thinking about every time I see a tree now I'm gonna be right. thinking about oh Kimberly J you know, right Kimberly J yeah that's cool yeah thank you so much you're very welcome thanks for having me
so grateful to Kimberly for coming on today and speaking about the inspiration behind her art. Um, and she has generously offered to give a 10% discount on any of her creations to our show viewers and listeners. So if you would like to avail yourself of that 10% off, and it is well worth it, go to www.myarbel.com. That's www.myarbelle.com and get in contact with Kimberly to place your order and get your 10% off. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Transformational Storyteller Podcast. As always, thanks to our episode sponsors, our production team at Rebel Hill Consulting, and of course, many thanks to you, the listener. Whoever you are, wherever you are, I hope you're creating stories that empower you and inspire others.